Welcome to the Norm Hyperbolic Podcast. We're here to talk anime, video games, and movies. I am your host, X, also known as Young Morgan Freeman. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Kid Lewis. What's up? It's your boy, Kid Lewis. Welcome back to another show, another podcast is killing the game. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm so... <laughs> excited, happy, and excited, happy. All type of emotions today. <laughs> we got a special guest in the building. Yes. Give a warm applause to our guest chelsea chelsea hi <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be our studio ghibli aficionado in this episode i still don't know what that word means aficionado someone who's like um like well versed in a certain topic like i would say mid 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 okay so maybe not an aficionado maybe an yeah. uh, enthusiast yeah our studio ghibli enthusiast yeah there you go all right there it is so in, so in this episode we're gonna be talking about studio ghibli just going through like a little bit of the history and talking about three core movies, I think, really like paint the picture of like Studio Ghibli. In this episode, we're also going to be talking about Demon Slayer has a movie event that they're doing for season four. PlayStation, they're getting a TV series with a new studio that's uh, up and coming. And PETA announced their 2023 person of the year. <laughs> oh, so we'll go ahead and, and do a little bit of that. But. If you're watching this on your podcast platform of choice or you listen to this on your podcast platform of choice, leave us a five star review with a compliment sandwich. Yes. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to leave us a like and subscribe, comment, subscribe, and comment. subscribe, subscribe, subscribe and share, 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 Hit share that subscribe button like a crazy madman clicking away like a mad like a Studio Ghibli mad scientist. OK. They, they <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and get into it. Last week's news today. Go for it. First, in the realm of anime. So Demon Slayer announced that they're going to be kicking off season four with an anime special world tour. So just like they did for um, season three with the Swordsmith Village for season four of the anime, which is titled the Hashira Training Arc. They're going to do a premiere in the movie theaters. So we went to. The yeah, premiere. I didn't like it. So we, we didn't like it. Um, you were supposed to go with us. If you, went, if you had went, you would have seen uh, Chelsea and Darian on the other episode. Wait, what movie are you talking about? For Demon Slayer. It wasn't like a movie. It was like the first two episodes of the new season oh, and the last two yes. of the previous. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that either. Just like going yeah. back to the movie theaters just to watch literally the last two episodes and then like a glimpse of like what the first episode yeah and the first yeah. two episodes were boring they were so boring the, the so it was like a climax and then it just dropped off and then it was just boring yeah we was just oh, taking wow. a bath and you know recovering yeah. so the part of the movie that i did like or the uh, or whatever was the last two episodes of the last season yeah so it was kind of cool to see that on the big screen but but i had already seen it we had already so seen it was it. like so they're doing the same thing. So we had talked about in a different episode that I think that they should stop doing this because because <laughs> it's just a recap. It's a recap. And then it's like one episode. And usually a first episode is really like dry and just building back up yeah. and things like that. Because before that, the last time we went to the movie theaters for Demon Slayer, we had Mugen Train. Yeah. And that was really good. Was so I was like amazing. hyped for the for the, the season premiere, three. Yeah. Premiere. I know. So it was a letdown. They're going to be doing the exact same thing. So it's, it's coming to theaters across the world February 23rd of next year ahead of the full premiere in spring. So there is no date on when it's actually going to premiere like on Crunchyroll and on air or whatever. But they are going to be at least dropping it in the movie theaters that day. So they're going to be playing a lot. The last hour of season three and then the first hour of season four. 
just gonna be two hours long two hours yeah. long Jeez. honestly i haven't watched season three yet so i might wait to watch it and then just watch the last two episodes there oh uh did somebody did my brother like did that yeah. and he so he was like oh my god that was amazing right, when we was, went i was like no it wasn't right because you had already seen it though so i've been behind on like rewatching or keeping up with the new animes coming out so i think i'm yeah. just gonna wait to watch it and then watch the last two episodes in the theater or something okay so you're gonna so you don't i'll probably do go like okay. i think it's still fun to do yeah it's kind of like become a tradition with like my siblings and stuff to go to stuff like that so yeah. okay i love that because you know we do see a lot of people dressed as demon slayer yeah and then i always dress up a little bit and it's kind of fun it's fun it's cool man so if you if you don't want to go i mean we knew it was going to be like that when we the last time we knew it was just going to be a recap in the first episode so yeah but hopefully i'm thinking since it was so slow that it started the this season that this season will kind of be like more of a pickup hopefully i mean you know they have it here hashira training arc so i am also not caught up with the manga for demon slayer so like, I don't know how it'll be. I don't know if this season does open up. Yeah, like, with I haven't action read any of it either. So so it'll be it'll just be good to see. So, I mean, we'll be doing that. And then maybe we do a review or we just let you guys know maybe in the podcast. So next in the realm of video games. So do you guys know who Keenan Thompson is? Yeah. One half of Keenan and Kel. It's he, like the old episodes on. This is him. right Oh, here. yeah. He uh, he's from Nickelodeon's All That. He's the star of Good Burger 1 and 2, and he's currently on uh, Saturday Night Live. He's been there for over 20 years. He's been there since like 2003. He is the show's longest tenured cast member. Oh, wow. On so, SNL, right? On SNL, yeah. So, yeah. you know, going from All That to SNL, he's just been there forever. But um, he's he's launching his own. He launched it already, but his own movie studio. So it's called Artists for Artists. So he let us know on Forbes magazine that one of the first projects that he's going to be working on is a PlayStation game. Now they're turning into an animated TV show. They say that they're working uh, with air quotes on 50 other movies and TV shows with Netflix and Universal. And um, this is just like the quote that he says. He said, we worked with Sony to get the rights to and we're turning this game that's done over one billion dollars in sales into a cartoon. So we were talking about in a different episode about how video games just make more money than movies like regularly it's kind of hard to tell which property he's talking about because he says you know it's made over a billion dollars that could be anything that could be sly cooper ratchet and clank little big planet i don't know if you played jack and dexter but any of those games could be turned into a tv show or a cartoon show well that's what it is yeah uh, animated cartoon Cartoon. so Mm -hmm. you know we have like the last of us but uh, in the last episode, I had asked Xavier uh, Chelsea if there's a specific game no, that right? you would like to be turned into either a movie or a show. Yeah. Do you have anything from like video games? Oh, putting me on the spot. Well, my favorite game is The Last of Us and they turned it into a show and I didn't even watch that. You didn't right. watch it? No, because it was so well done. Why am I going to go back and watch it? I said the exact same thing. So that's what I'm saying. So at least with this, it. it you know, he says it's going to be a cartoon TV show. So I don't know. It can be like we have Ratchet and Clank movies, but we don't have one for Sly Cooper or Little Big Planet or even Jack and Dexter. So, yeah, I don't know. It is cool to see. But even if like they do a video game into a movie, it's not going to make as much money as the video game. Mm-hmm. Like they when they do yeah. stuff like that, the movie or the TV show just ends up becoming a commercial for the game. Mm-hmm. So but either way, What's it's the- like a win-win situation. Right, right. Because right. you're bringing in new viewers or more people to either come get the game or 
watch right. the show, vice versa. Right. That was the same thing I thought about with um, The Last of Us. Like, like you said, like you played the game and it's so good. Why watch it? You already kind of know the ending and like the, the twists and turns and, and the whatever story beats. and yeah. the story. But for the people that never played The Last of Us, if they fell in love with the show, they might likely go pick up the video game. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I am happy that it did well because then it does it does mean that they're gonna get more uh, sales for the game. But yeah, what's that one movie with the key, like the Kingdom of Hearts? Kingdom Hearts, yeah. I feel like oh. that would be cool. Yeah, and like as animated, like yeah, how, like in the Pixar style. Yeah. I think so too. Because there's yeah. so many different worlds and stuff. I, love I know. I, think, I don't know if they'd be able to hit as many. Yeah, because of the Disney stuff. Yeah, well, just like just with time, like they'd have to like I don't know if you ever seen uh, Ready Player One. Um, I don't think I watched it. So they. They have like a lot of cameos in that. So I think what it if they try to hit too many worlds in like a Kingdom Hearts movie or TV show, they would just like be reduced but to they cameos. Got seasons. So they could do seasons. If it's a TV show. Right, right. But it may it'd be like a Disney Plus exclusive. I think they could do it. I think they could do it. That'd be pretty dope. That's a good one. All right. So next in the realm of movies. So the people for the ethical treatment of animals just named James Gunn their person of the year for 2023 in recognition of his work with uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies in his latest film, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Have you seen Volume 3? Yeah. It depicts uh, sci-fi animal testing scenes that were very graphic. I was a little bit surprised that they actually named him uh, person of the year. So we had talked about it. You know, I say this all the time in a different episode where... What did you think out of the three? What's what's your favorite Guardians movie? One, two or three? I've watched all of them, but now I feel like I can't remember one and two because you're asking me. So I'm going to have to go with three because I can remember that the most. The most recent one. <laughs> yeah. And I did really like Rocket's story. Yeah. I kind of didn't like the ending because they're all getting separated or whatnot. And I really like grown to like those characters. I, I would say that's like one together. of the Marvel like groups that I actually really like still mm -hmm. because they're all different and I kind of like them. And then now they're all separating. So you like them more than the Avengers? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, their group was as a group. As a group, they were like fantastic. Yeah, had, it was a well balanced group between like humor and like seriousness and like sarcasticness. And yeah, and they all had their little trauma individual. stories, yeah. and all their stories were good. And I found all of them interesting. Yeah, that's true. Even yeah. like um, Mantis and like Drax, they're kind of like almost oh. one sided, but then you get. And see the flip side of him, like, caring for a child and stuff like that. Yeah. I forget that he was a good dad. Yeah. Like when he was a dad. Yeah. No, I, I love those movies. I think those those trilogy of movies are, like, the better ones of the Marvel movies. Like, than the three Captain America movies or the three Iron Mans. Like, all three of those Guardians movies were solid. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah I like sure. I like the first one, like, the best. But Lewis, like, you likes the third one. Yeah, yeah, the third one's good. I do have separation issues, so I can do, I can see what you're saying towards the end. Oh, with yeah. The, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I mean, separated. it's a new team. I mean, Groot is still with Rocket and, you know. I guess. They got to they gotta, they gotta move on. Can't be the same But ensemble. the one chick, Gamora, is still like. Oh, right. She left left. Yeah. So it's like that story didn't end for me. Oh, very well. You want to, you want to see them together? Yeah. Or at least like. <sighs> talking good yeah I mean, on sure. good terms maybe in the future, future yeah, they'll, movies. yeah they'll reconnect i'm sure but yeah so you know james gunn has also been like a champion of making sure that you go through adoption agencies versus breeders so he does have like a quote and i don't really have it here he's not really for he's been real open about animals it just you know makes sense why peter would <laughs> make him the person of the year 
So that's it for the news. Are you ready for the meat and potatoes? A delicious Studio Ghibli meat and potatoes. Jesus, I feel like we went through the news real quick, man. <laughs> well, so I, have, so I have a lot of information here. And, I, you know, we're doing three movies in one. Yeah. Um, so I don't want this to be too, too long of an episode. But I just want us to. There's a, there's a lot of passion in these in these movies. So we're not going to be hitting all 22 Ghibli movies. We have a lot to say. We even have, like, conspiracy theories. And, you know, some of us like some movies better than the other ones. And I have opinions of one of these movies <laughs> just one i have I, a little bit maybe it's controversial but um you know we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it so okay let's go ahead ready for the meat and potatoes ready for the meat and potatoes chelsea are you ready to eat studio ghibli's got the full, best they got the best but... food pretty oh, cool they, yeah they do have good food what are you gonna say i don't even know <laughs> you, i just got excited for a second <laughs> because of the studio ghibli food yeah <laughs> okay all right so studio ghibli it's a Japanese studio based out of Kogane, Tokyo, founded in 1985 by... There, we were talking before the episode about how many founders there were. It, on, online it says four. There's only like really information about three. And I previously, before our special guest, Chelsea, pointed out to me, I only had two that we were going to no, talk about. No, you had three, but there's four. There's three, three, but there's four. So I think... Well, uh, it's founded by one of the directors, our main man, Lewis's homeboy, Hayao Miyazaki and Isayo Takahata. Takahata is my favorite. Takahata. Um, and the producer, Toshio Suzuki. There's also the fourth guy, Chelsea's homeboy. <laughs> yes. Yasushi Takuma. So he passed away in 2000 before they even released Studio or Studio uh, Spirited Away. So he was only able to work on three to four movies before, um, unfortunately, he passed. Oh, okay. Half of, or almost half of the top 10 highest grossing anime films in Japan are from Studio Ghibli movies. Makes sense. Studio Ghibli is a big dog. In, Makes some money. In, in, <laughs> in the anime world. So they do have some shows, but, you know, their bread and butter is movies. Beautiful anime movies. Some of their, their hot ones are Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, How's Moving Castle, Ponyo, and then Boy and the Heron are Which, climbing up in the ranks. Oh, yeah, for, Boy and the Heron? Yeah, for, for, sure. for highest grossing anime films. Is it Heron or Heron? Heron. I say Heron. heron. So on this podcast, we say a lot of words funny. Is <laughs> it <laughs> <Like> Heron? <laughs> we say a lot of words funny. We say a lot of words funny, but, you know, that, that's just... I think they know the intentions of what we're saying. I don't know it, so I'm going to call it up. <laughs> um, after their success with their first film, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind, these three slash four decided to create their own studio. Then they edited this movie. And I think now it's called, I think you had named it Wind Wind Warrior or something like that. I didn't name it. It was something. We, we talked about it earlier. Um, <laughs> no, I don't Warriors think we did. Of the wind. Warriors of the Wind. So that's that's the American edit of this movie. But if you have it on like uh, HBO Max, they have it as Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. So this movie was so heavily edited. For its United States, oh, I have it right here, Warriors of the Wind, so much that Studio Ghibli has like a thing where they have a strict no edit policy when licensing their films. Yeah. So that was the film that became successful and then they made Studio Ghibli, right? Right. Okay. Right. So I, I haven't seen it. It's on my list. What do you mean by no edits? Like they it, can't take anything away from the movie? So I watched, there's only one video on YouTube and I'll even link it because I, you know, I watched the whole thing. It's like 26 minutes. So, I'll, you know, plug this guy in, but there's, he points out the difference between the original on and VHS the, and the, like the re-release Warriors of the Wind. So 
they do things like normally they have like censorship or whatever. They'll take the blood out or whatever. Yeah. But with this one, they they like moved um, like the credits. There's a lot of different like there's just so many different edits that it, it, it doesn't take away from the movie or it doesn't make it look like a new movie. But when we were talking about like the um, what is it? Super Mario Bros, like Nintendo, uh-huh. they have a very strict, even with Godzilla, they have a strict vision or they like, you know, the purity of like when they create something yeah. for us Americans not to like fuck with it too much. So they messed with this movie so much that when, and this is like Chelsea said, before they were even Studio Ghibli. So now they don't like any edits, they have to like be pre-approved because what they did was that they they gave this movie to this company. They did whatever the hell they did with it and then gave it to the Americans, you know? Well, I think it's because our values are a lot different from, you know, they're kind of like anti-war in a lot of their movies, whereas like America likes to be pro-war a lot. So I feel like maybe add something to do with that. Could be. Could be. And then, you know, it is cartoons. So to us, all cartoons are all for kids. Well, to them, like cartoons is of any age. Like, so that's why they do have like guns and, you know, like I've, I've seen Akira like that. It's a cartoon, but it's pretty not adult, but. They got some heavy topics. Yeah. Right. That you wouldn't see in like a Ed and Eddie or in like a. I like that too. Example. Definitely is not going to see that Ed and Eddie. Or like in Pixar. Like Pixar has been in in Disney. They've been. There's like a bell curve. Like so in the beginning, they used to have some propaganda stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they still have deaths, but this is kind of more like they go spiritually. They go kind of deeper than just like parents dying. Yeah. Right. We have more of like a deeper meaning uh, about like Mm -hmm. society and the world and the government and stuff like that. Like it's all inrooted into their movies, but like in a. It's too much for us dumb American audiences. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, it didn't fly over my head when I was a kid. (laughs) The reference that they're trying to make. So one of the first movies that I saw or animated movies that I saw growing up was Spirited Away. And I recently rewatched it for this episode. A lot of the stuff did go over my head. But I just remember it being so fun and artistic that I wanted to rewatch it and learn more about it and maybe assign my own meanings to it. So that's one of their highest grossing movies. Since you rewatched it. Right. Since I gave you that conspiracy theory about it. Yeah. Did it hit? Like, did you like see like things that you're like, oh, wait, maybe Lewis was right about that. So, no, I, I think you were 100 percent right. Um, I know. What was the you didn't listen to the conspiracy theory? Go ahead. Give her the, the summarization. So it basically was saying like uh, Spirit Away it talked about a little bit more about prostitution and child labor. Yeah, And definitely. stuff like that. Just how um, they had like a madam of the house, which was, I can't remember her name. Uh, was, madam J- Jubaba. Jubaba. And how basically <laughs> like in. It was not, it's not madam in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. It, that's, that's, that's what we call her now. Yeah, call her madam. madam. Madam Jubaba. But like how um, she made her sign her name on the paper and basically like took her name away yeah and that's how they do it took like in, her in prostitution they yeah. take your identity away and kind of like that so it's hard and to basically find. forced to work and like yeah serve these people and pay off the parents debt like, yeah you know. yeah yeah it's definitely heavy child labor in that movie but you don't really think about it when you're like yeah. watching especially as a kid because mm-hmm. you're just like oh my god look the dragon and then like the pictures and it's so right. like nice when i was a kid i did not like the movie really it scared me uh, was it no face or no was face it and then that and then scared. the parents turning into like the pigs really I think I was like really young when I saw it and it right. j- I just did not understand it and it just freaked me out and I did not like it. 
Wow. So like I still kind of don't like it just because mm. I vividly remember being a child and being scared of the movie. Being scared that your parents would turn into pigs? I don't know. It was just like so out there, I feel like, compared to everything I had watched as a child that I didn't comprehend it. And because I didn't comprehend it, it was like freaking me out. It was very complex. Yeah. Of a movie, and my sister was American older. Minds. So I watched it with her and she really liked it. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the baby, though. The baby oh, is all too. freaky. Yes, that was, he, yeah, that big old he, baby. His English voice, like he's like, if you fucking say anything, I'm gonna <laughs> scream. Right? Yeah. I will Yo, fucking eat you. <laughs> I remember that scene. Yes, just bro. grabbed her leg, like just rolled Ugh. out of the pillows. Yes. Thing. He had a pillow. He fucking say one more thing. Yes. Even like, damn, what kind of baby is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's a baby. It's a boss baby. That, that's not a baby. It's a grown ass baby. <laughs> yes. All of them look freaky, man. They were so that's. The what dude I with the long it. arms. I don't even remember his name. That worked the suit sprites. Oh, with the mustache. Yeah, with the mustache. Yes. That dude freaked me out too. I was <laughs> really? like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but what about the little, um, like the, the sugar? Yeah. Those are my favorite. I'm like, Right. I have earrings. I love the suit sprites, but I don't really like suit in the voice. It's kind of weird. Because <laughs> they're in the boiler room with him. Yeah. yeah. Dang. What about Haku? You like Haku? I mean, he's a little cutie. Right, right. But so that didn't help any when you were younger? Um, that helped a little bit, but the haircut kind of threw me off. So, oh, okay. <laughs> and then the whole like him being a water spirit in the age gap is kind of weird. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just like, ooh, <laughs> she's like 10 and you're like a thousand. <laughs> I know, but he's a kid by heart. He's short. He's short. I don't know. No, he's but a kid by heart. He was very mature. They don't kiss. It's, it's all, you know. <laughs> I think they get they they have affection they care for each other but as far as like, in, like in the face realm of the movie face, like ha ah, I, know, I right? love you my love for you saved you I <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I just really like that movie it was very like artistic and like crazy so uh, it's almost in the same vein as like Alice in Wonderland so a yeah. lot of these Ghibli movies do share like a very not isekai but where you're transported yeah. into like a spirit world or you go to a different world. You have to navigate it by yourself without parents or whatever. Yep. It's all young all, kids. Almost all coming of age stories yeah. as well. So I liked um the focus on like greed and consumption too. That's that's one of the, so that there there's three big uh themes that they do. So yes, definitely, you know, human greed and consumption, uh environmentalism is a big one in, yeah. in all of them. And then like you said, war. So yeah. It's so it's weird. And I have a little bit of controversy or whatever. The movies are about war and it demonizes all that stuff. But you can tell, at least in his work, that he has an appreciation for all of this. I feel like Spirited Away wasn't really geared towards war, though. No, no. It's mainly like the consumption, the over consumerism. Yeah. Um, the child labor. For sure. For sure. Like even... Like when the gold scene where he's like handing out gold to everybody, no faces, and then he just starts eating everybody. Yes. Yeah. yeah they're nice to him until he starts, they, you know, goes back on them or whatever. No, he literally just starts gobbling down everybody. I'm like, what? And then like puking. I don't know. It was weird. That's good, man. It's a good movie. So I, def I definitely recommend it. I think that's one of their most iconic ones. It's definitely um, the most iconic one. I think I most people one, saw it when they were growing up and it's like carried that love. So I saw it. I, I saw it on DVD, but then they did have a night, I think in March growing up where they showed it like on Toonami dubbed. Yeah. It, I've it actually is. never watched any of these movies subbed. Really? Ne n none of them? Mm -mm. Uh, oh, you're a dub type of person. 
Not normally. <laughs> Just for these movies. So I will say, whenever they have really good voice actors, they do. though. Oh they my do. god! Right, right. And I do want to talk, you know, about uh, the other voice actors, but. Uh, how we were talking about in our sub and dub episode where we have like John DiMaggio and Mark Hamill. They are in these movies. Mm-hmm. So Christian Bale. Christian Bale's in, in the new stuff, but. No, he's in. Oh, he's in old. Howl's Moving Castle. Is he? He's the boy with the hotness. Oh my God. Yes. He's Howl? <laughs> yeah, he's Howl. Christian Bale. Yes, he's Howl. Oh, wow. And he does the like, oh, his voice. That's what got me with the movie. I swear yeah. to God. Okay. <laughs> So I got some. So uh, you know, we had talked. I talked about this to somebody else, like a friend of mine. You know, she's also very dub only, or no, uh, sub. Sub. Just you know, subbed all day. But at least having it in dubbed, and it's not like we have bad voice actors. But then people can watch it. Then you can get it out to a big audience, and then we can talk about the movie mm-hmm. instead of just like you know the voices or whatever. Well, I think as a child, I wouldn't have been able to understand the subbed at all. No, well, you can't. Yeah. You so like getting the love for oh. At first? Yeah. And then, you know, you grow up with that love. Right. And then, you know, then if it's only offered in subbed, then you will, you know, make the effort to uh, read it. The name Ghibli was chosen by Miyazaki. It was a shared name with a um, a hot desert wind, which is kind of weird. And it's also a, a, the nickname of an Italian aircraft. Miyazaki has an obsession with aviation that you can see in a lot of his movies with like, you know, flying and like how's moving castle and castle in the sky and almost almost all of the movies maybe besides spirited away have like some sort of like airplane or blimp or even like a character who can fly he also said his idea for the studio is that it would blow a new wind through the anime industry so that's why he named it ghibli Hmm. ghibli okay he was very confident in himself yeah i mean that that first movie and i haven't seen it but it did so well that he's like you know what Fuck trying I got to this shit, fuck, bitch. Giving, fuck giving these movies out. Like these are our movies now, and they have you know uh, a lot of movies. The movie- and they're all great. Is there a bad one that you can think of? Like one that you're like, damn, that was actually. Nah. I I do have a bad one. I was, oh, you do? I do. <laughs> I kind of have one too. Um, you too? So, so I'm gonna save it. So let's let's talk about How's Moving Castle and Castle in the Sky. So I I didn't get to see How's Moving Castle all the way through. <sighs> I did see Castle in the Sky though, and Castle in the Sky I think is my favorite one of his movies. It's just so good and it's so innocent and there's it starts off with action and it's I put it up against almost any Pixar movie or even Disney movie because it is that great. There's like scenes where it's completely silent, like he's in there in the sky riding this like kite airplane thing. There's a lot of like nice sounds and songs. And I, I did watch it dubbed. They have like good voice acting in that one, too. But I do like Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle uh, has my heart. I, I like Howl. I, I don't like him at first. When he when he first shows up and he's like trying to help that girl like get to the He was the so city. smooth. You didn't so, like that? He was too smooth. Oh my God. He was too smooth. I didn't trust him. Yeah, but he, he knew him from his childhood. Knew her from his childhood. That's what I said. I mean. I so like, it's like he did know her. So it kind of made well, sense. She didn't know him. Yeah, but. Or she, she forgot or whatever. So I, I turned on him or I, you know, I. It leaned back into where I was fucking with him when he was like flying with her and they were like in the sky. He, he was showing her the powers that he had. And I was like, OK, he's, he's kind of cool. <laughs> Are you saying this is Christian Bale? Dude, Christian Bale in that movie. I don't know. There was some pizzazz with him and that voice acting. So tell me, tell me what, what, what is about this movie? What 
Oh, uh, how would you, so? A question I have here for you directly, Chelsea, is: Could you be turned into an old lady to get how? Yeah, oh. and go through a reverse. I throw my back buttons. out. To get with <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> um. <laughs> I'd be pissed. She wasn't even like she was like okay. Cause have you she seen, made the best of it. She made the best. She's like, okay, I'm freaking out. I'm gonna go to sleep and I'm gonna wake up a beautiful young lady again. <laughs> she well, she up. never thought she was beautiful. So. Oh yeah. She. I mean. As an old lady, she's just like an old lady. You wouldn't be pissed? You wouldn't be I mean, I'd be pissed at the lady, not Hal. Hal's not the one that cursed her. I know. But you would do it? You'd go through the trials and tribulations? Because she was moving, too. She was, like, having a blast, I feel like. Her old life kind of sucked just making hats. Yeah. But she was doing it for her dad. Yeah, but fuck my dad. I don't give a <laughs> <laughs> It's a good movie, and, I, and I, I like both of these movies. I liked her spirit. As soon as she woke up, she was just like, yeah, but I guess I'm old. My clothes fit me, and this is is what it is. I'm going to go out and live. Yeah, you got to make the best of the situation. I didn't like her mom for that, though. For what? Uh, like, she's just like, la dee da da She's gone. She's yeah. sick. Who cares? Were those other kids, are those her sisters, too? or Because she had, like, a like a Cinderella kind of thing. Like, those, um, those other ladies. I don't know if they were all her sisters. I know the one, like, blonde chick was her sister, but she didn't work at the hat shop. Hmm. She was, like, a waitress or something. Yeah, no, I, I like the world. So going from Castle in the Sky to House Moving Castle, where there's like a world of wizards and witches and magic, like it is very nice. And that's like not the first, but like one of the first blendings of CGI and 2D animation. So we've talked at length about how I don't like Chainsaw Man because of the CGI, but I do like it when it's purposeful. So like how the castle is like this big, you know, creature. The castle's awesome. Oh my God. It's like, it has like a mouth. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. So I do, I do want to give it a full watch. So I haven't seen it all the way through to the end. But do you have anything for House Moving Castle or Castle in the Sky? There's that so I can much. Remember. There's so much for that one. <laughs> what do you have? What do you have? <laughs> well, like. Tell us. I want to talk about facts. my favorite character. Oh, okay. Oh, give, give okay. The turnip head dude. The scarecrow. Yes, I do like him. He's jumping around. He, yeah. He got her coat. Yeah. Like, he's just so innocent. And then he fell in love with her and he was like, you don't love me. And that's OK. And he was still like happy go lucky. And he was like the prince that started the war. I didn't get all the way through it. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but still, I, I, I get it. Though. I, I got to see him. It kind of reminded me of I thought it was going to go a uh, what is it? Wizard of Oz route <laughs> Oh, with like her meeting this scarecrow. I, I kind of wanted them to fall in love. Honestly, I love how. But like. The t- uh, her in the turnip? Yeah, he turns into a prince. Okay. Because of true love with her. But they. But she doesn't love him like that. But she loves Hal. Yeah. But they said the word around town is that Hal is this big time player and he eats <laughs> people's hearts. Yeah. They're like, watch out for Hal. Don't fall. Don't look at his eyes. And she's like, oh. Yes. <laughs> so I, I think I could- he called her sweetheart like one time and it's like done. <laughs> He was smooth. I'll clean man. your house. It's fine. He was smooth. I'll clean your house. <laughs> he was smooth. He was smooth. I'll be your um, living housemaid. It's okay. <laughs> also, like when she messed around with his stuff and turned his hair like blonde. Uh, black. Or he was blonde though. Or turned it black. I think she turned it black. Yeah, she turned it black, and he was like, "If I'm not beautiful, I see no point in living." <laughs> yeah. I was like freaked out. I was like, "That's so me." Is <laughs> <laughs> that way of living? Like, if I'm not beautiful. Yeah, he's like, it. just kill me now. <laughs> Lewis said the same thing if he had a if he got into a wheelchair if he if he got the oh, same yeah. just a wheelchair <laughs> yeah have you have you seen Attack on Titan the, yes the, the finale, the finale. No, yes. Levi ended up in a wheelchair yes 
Yeah, but he fucking deserved it. Fuck that guy. You don't like Levi? What? Oh, uh, oh wait, not Levi. I'm thinking... Who? Reinhardt. Reiner? No, yeah. no, he kept his both his legs. I like Levi. I feel bad about Levi, actually. Oh, okay. I take I that back. I felt bad. <laughs> but you are a Jaegerist. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad for Levi. And I would not have wanted to end, like, finish the last bit of my life in a wheelchair after all the greatness he yeah, did. Yeah, that was kind of like a big fuck you to him. Yeah, it was. You see, she gets it, man. All right, all right. He should have just died, being honest, and just moved on with his scouts in the afterlife. You think so? He definitely should have. That's the way to go for any military person. <laughs> what to die in battle? Yeah, Bahala. I mean, he was like a. He was the last one of his group. Yes, he was. No, Mikasa is or Mikasa. Mikasa, well, but he's talking about of the scouts. Of the scouts. Oh, There's yeah. Like the, the I mean, all of them, like Connie. Uh, um, yeah, but like he was like from the his OG. from his OGs. Yeah. yeah, before the new generation joined in right. with Aaron and the rest of them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the last one of his like true, true friends. Because technically he was like a mentor to them mm-hmm. more than anything else. And he can continue to be a mentor. In a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. And then or he can just live Professor Xavier. And, <laughs> and he lost his purpose. Like his, his purpose fingies. was to kill Titans. Like that's what he trained for in and out, day and night. Like that's what he aimed for. To yeah. protect his friends. And he did what he was supposed to do. And now he's in a wheelchair passing away candy. I think all his friends died. So I don't think he did what he was supposed to do. Well, I mean, yeah. But like, I mean, he finished Com- the mission. <laughs> he was the last one He killed one the beast finish. titan. Yeah. So. That shit was so gangster. <laughs> Just natural instincts. He didn't even hesitate. <laughs> Would you say that House Moving Castle has action? Because I remember when we went to go see the Shizume movie. They were like, oh, this movie has action. And I'm like, you know, he's in a chair. Yeah, running. he's a chair running around. That's the action. But like, at least for in Castle in the Sky, it starts off with action and it's like rollicking all the way through. So there's like wizards and witches. Would you because there's not that much action in Spirited Away in How's Moving Castle? What would you say? Well, he turned into like the bird form and like went to fight. But I don't think we really saw much of the fight. And I know there was a lot of like fighting surrounding it but like the characters weren't necessarily as involved in the fight like sophie wasn't involved in any fighting but there's a lot of like fighting going on around them which i think that's kind of i know the major theme in that one's like pacifism am i saying that right pacifism yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so like it kind of makes sense that the characters weren't fighting but everybody around them is you know yeah okay because like when he goes to fight the war or whatever he he's gonna like fully turn into the bird thing but then she finds his heart and gives it to him, right? So he gets a heart and then he doesn't fight. Sounds, or maybe like, he fights sounds, and then gets a heart. I don't know, but he gets a heart. His heart. Yeah. A heart. So it does kind of... It, it like Calcifer is his heart. Is there a lion in this movie? What lion? Is there a lion? Because I'm like... A, a lion? A lion, yeah. No. I don't think so. Okay, because I'm, I'm just like... Because I, I originally got like a vibe of Wizard of the Wizard Oh, of Oz. there's that dog. Is he the lion maybe? He's no. like small and like... Doesn't really do anything. No. But he's like the witch's dog. Hmm. I'm going to watch this movie for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All all the way through. Because I do get a lot of like themes from The Wizard of Oz. Like you got the scarecrow and now maybe like how is the tin man without a heart? Oh, yeah. And then. And then the dog is what? He's without courage. And then he gets courage. Mm. Because the, the lady, I forget her name, but she. She's not displaced from her home like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. But she can't go home. Because she's an old lady. Yeah. (laughs) And she doesn't want to freak everybody out. Yeah. 
I would but, embrace it. I'd be like, yo, I'm an old lady now. <laughs> now you got to take care of me. I don't work here anymore. Feet. Yeah, rub, rub my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but she gets younger as the movie goes. Like. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything else about uh, your favorite movie in the whole wide world? I kind of like, okay, so when he gets his heart, he's like, oh, I feel like a terrible weight on my chest. And then she's like, that's the burden of a heart. No. It's like so cheesy, but I like that <laughs> line. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <I> <laughs> well, a heart can weight you down. So Yeah, I mean before like he feelings. was like no, fucking cool. around. Like, yeah. Fucking bitches getting money and like now he's got a heart, he falls <laughs> in love. Like wow. God. It's like damn. Why the fuck would she do Gets that? It's tied down. I know. <laughs> you gotta do it though. You gotta do it. Once you find the one. Once you find that once you find that old lady who uh Gives you purpose. Cleans your house for you. Cleans your house. Makes breakfast. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The food looked good yeah, when they the were cooking. Food was- <laughs> oh, you know another voice actor that's really good? The young boy was Josh Hutcherson. Who is he? From Hunger Games. And he is in Five Nights at Freddy. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah. Is he, he voiced is he the. Pita yeah. Really? He's Pita. What? Really? Damn, back then? Yeah. He was like a child and he voiced it. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. I do like that. Cool. Cool. So, I mean, speaking of. I don't want to cut you. Do you have any? No. That's mainly all they had. So in 1996, the Walt Disney Company formed a partnership where they would be the sole international distributor of Studio Ghibli animated films. Um, the deal also said that Disney would finance 10% of the studio's production costs. So That's, Walt Disney wants a little piece of Studio Ghibli. Yeah. So I thought that they were going to buy them all together. And I think I like praise the company's integrity for because i'm sure they probably threw a bunch of money at them mm-hmm. but they're like saying like even with their no edits so that i i feel like they're never gonna sell the company as a whole to somebody so big as like a disney they shouldn't they do have this big partnership and you know like i said they're financing 10 percent of their production costs it's a win-win i think but, i feel like um since all the movies are on max it's kind of weird that they have a partnership with disney and it's not on disney right so i have i have a little bit of that too but so when when they did this partnership they also redubbed most of the films that were dubbed by the previous partner um streamlined pictures like if you have any vhs vhs copies they might be on the old dubbing but then once they did this partnership they just redid it so the partnership is just for the international distributor of the films like in the theaters Mm. and maybe like the blu-rays or whatever but in 2001, there was a Studio Ghibli Museum that opened in Tokyo, uh, Mitaka, Tokyo. So I have some pictures here for you guys. I am going to put in the video version, but... Oh, that's cool. You can go into this yeah, town. Yeah, I would and, love that. I would love to just go to Tokyo in general or anywhere over there, so... It's a hustling, bustling city, and we have, yeah. like... Uh, we don't have any concrete plans, but we have in our hearts plans <laughs> to go do something out there. Yeah. Because that would be... Tokyo is just so anime influenced right now. It's not even funny. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on with with And I want to go to like the temples even and like shrines and just like, I love their, like just the spiritualism. It feels like very grounded and like more of like a culture where you help each other out and stuff like that and you respect nature. Yeah, Yeah. instead of like all these billboards. Yeah. I mean, so I'll go ahead and just get into it now. So Studio Ghibli has like a little bit of like criticism and controversy because even though they preach about environmentalism and you know anti-war and things like that they do a lot of merch so they have a lot of plastic merch or whatever and then even like this theme park is like going against what they're preaching about environmentalism so 
clearing this land and then making this big, you know, amusement park. Still a business. Yeah. So still a business, but then I think that they do it very well. So I think, you know, maybe they're capitalizing on their product, but their art is art and it holds up as like a movie. But also, I don't mind that we can appreciate it on like a T-shirt or like a little bobblehead or whatever. Like they don't go overboard with it. But like if you've ever been to like Box Lunch, there's a lot of Studio Ghibli stuff there. Yeah. And but other stories don't really have that much. So it's not like you see it and you're going into like a Ross and there's like like a bunch of Ghibli stuff. You'll probably see more Naruto stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like other people uh, make it. I just think that they do it well. Like it would they be do cool. everything well for the most part. Yeah, like like the, no, nobody's above criticism. So I, I'm sure if you like, you know, split hairs and nitpick, you, you know, you can say that, oh, they shouldn't have made this theme park or oh, they shouldn't be making so many Funko Pops and bobbleheads and T-shirts that are just going to end up in a landfill if they're preaching like, oh, there's too much consumerism or consumption. Like you always said, it's, you know, it is a business. So I'm not mad at them for making money <laughs> off yeah, of their movies. I get it. So and I think it's about, you know, you yourself not over consuming their products. So it's kind of on our responsibility rather than theirs in right. a way. Yeah, a, a little bit. But there are some companies that do oversaturate and they just like just turn it out. And yeah. Then, but I feel like all their merch is like well made and it's not like. Um, like cash grab. Or, yeah. Or they'll just fucking put. Like put that no shirt you have on. I feel like it's, it's artwork, it's, you it's know, and it's not just like studio ghibli right 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 no I, I feel the same way and i do like just a lot of their stuff like visually like mm-hmm. it's it has a very similar feel but then it's also unique like movie to movie so almost like in the same vein as like a pixar yeah so in uh august 2014 studio ghibli temporarily suspended their production following miyazaki's retirement so it only lasted about three years and then it was announced that he was going to come out of retirement to direct the movie the boy and the heron so actually, 7 p.m. Japanese Standard Time, which is which was 5 a.m. our time, um, they're going to be releasing a documentary called 2,399 Days with Ghibli and Miyazaki, which is just going to like chronicle. It's like a documentary over his making of The Boy and the Heron. When is that supposed to come out? It came out already. So it came oh. out in Japan already. It's like 7 p.m. Their time today. like Oh, uh, today? Legit today. Oh, shoot. So it came out already like, you know, 5 a.m. our time. So that's only on in Japan on their TV. So right now there's no word about it coming to us. I'm sure it is. And if it is going to come to us, I'm almost positive it'll either come either on Crunchyroll or Max, HBO Max. Should, it should be on Max, I feel like. But I think. So they, they do have a couple of documentaries on Max. I think there's two on there, but... I'm looking forward to that if it does come out. I was researching it. And I was like, damn, today, like today's coming out. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah, because I never heard of that. I definitely want to watch it. Yeah. Well, it's going to be his last movie that he the, directs. And then we, you know, for listeners of the podcast, we are releasing a review of the movie that we're going to be recording after this. In 2019, Warner Brothers acquired the exclusive streaming rights with them, as well as like a bunch of J Kids movies. They're holding the movies on Max, and currently there's 22 movies with two documentaries on Max. Disney has the uh, distribute di- distribution rights for the movies, but Max has the exclusive streaming rights. So they have all of these movies except for one. So upset about the one. <laughs> so the studio um, mainly produces films by Miyazaki, 
with their second most prolific director being Takahata, most notably with Grave of the Fireflies. Ooh. So yeah. that's a movie. Yes. But. And that's the one not on Max, right? That's the one that's not on Max. Yeah, I, I had to go to, it's not even on Amazon Prime. I had to go to fucking mm-hmm. Voodoo. Yeah, <laughs> I had to, I rewatched it and I had to go to. Yeah. So what, so Grave of the Fireflies, what, what, what do you think, Chelsea? Top tier. If I ever want to cry, I'm watching that movie. I rewatched it with my boyfriend, Zach, and he he ended up falling asleep, right? And then he just wakes up to me violently sobbing. (laughs) He's like, what's going on? That movie (laughs) was just... Lewis says that's his favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. That's his favorite of all time. It's really close. It's too sad for me to be my favorite because when I think about it, I want to cry. It hit like... It just hit. That movie hit. When I first watched it, I was like, I even did a presentation on it on high school. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just like I talking about, yeah, it's, that's how good this movie was. Like it was ridiculously good. And just like the talk about like post-war right. in mm-hmm. um, Tokyo and like the the bombing and stuff like that. Like the way people actually suffered afterwards. Yeah. And it's stressful. Yeah. It's people were story. like low on food. Right. Um, housing, money, jobs were scared at that time. So there, it was really impossible for the poor to come up. The rich, you know, continue to stay rich. Like, and that's what I mean when I like to talk about like government wise, like I didn't, I didn't have a problem with some, the person in Tokyo at that time, right, right. but it's our government that have problems with them, with other governments. And then at the end of the day, we're right. the ones that have to suffer that movie, like definitely represented that, like, mm-hmm just to show you like and there was these kids that literally had parents that had a house and you know and they ended up losing all of that all of that due to the war the you know the outcome of the war and it's it sucks and it was sad and i cried and (sighs) i was like oh my god like i kept thinking like if these are my kids like that's so sad and then like they only had like little bit of family and even with the family like because food was so scared yeah. at that time. It was like, well, if you ate your portion of the food, we can't give you more. Because right now it's like really hard for, no, ri- for even was rice. Being a bitch, oh my so. god, I, I wanted hated to fucking that kill her. She was so mean. <laughs> so if my siblings ever treated my kids like that, I would literally lift right. my body out of the grave and choke their asses. <laughs> she was super mean. So yeah, to be and fair. there were children. Yeah. Like it, like she treated them at least as the littlest one. The li- no, well, they were both. The one was fourteen, I think. Another one was four. So I was, a question that I had when I was watching it because I I don't think it was fair for her to treat him that way at all. But I was like, well, why doesn't he go to work? Like, why doesn't he work? See, the thing with that criticism, though, is that it's a true story. So, so what, he can't, he couldn't work? Or no, what? like, this is actual young? people that this happened to. And he, like, it's, like, hard to criticize a child. No, I'm not criticizing him. No, but, like, so a real life person, like, oh, that went through this. So, like, that's my criticism. I have a lot of ways where I'm like, hmm. why didn't he do this? Why didn't he do that? Right. And then you're thinking, like, oh, this is, like, some kid that was actually 14. Both of his parents died. Yeah, taking care of his sister. Um, who's taking, who's Yeah. Taking care of his sister, and then I feel like there probably was no jobs. Like everything was burned no, down and destroyed. No it should have been like a scene though, where he tries to work and then they won't let him because of whatever yeah. reason. Because well, I was like, "Well, just go to work, man. Like, get the fuck out there." Yeah, I, I mean, I thought that too, but then you know, 
you probably just got to take in the considerations. Like yeah. every kid was in that same situation. Think about every kid trying to get a job all at the same time and everything's burnt down and destroyed. But, th- but think no about it too. Like and... he's supposed to be in school at that age. Yeah. yeah like, she, you know what I mean? Home even even her like daughter, her aunt, his aunt's daughter or, right. or his cousin was in school. Right, right. Uh, luckily, her husband had a job because it seemed like they were doing okay. Yeah. But they were like munching up whatever their mom yeah, left they, for them. They sold all of her clothes. All her clothes. Yeah. Like a shitload of rice that they had like stored away for them. And would just give them the rice water. Like a little portion yeah. of it. And then, you know, he's like, well, can I just have the rest? And then she was like, well, if you kind of want to be on your own. Yeah, cook your own fucking then food. Then cook your own food. And like yeah, you do. Kick yeah, rocks. Like, yeah, really. Yeah, kick rocks. Uh, yeah. Basically, right? And they were like, okay, fine, whatever, you know. I, I will. And then he I will. did. And then she's like, oh my God, he, can you believe that he actually did it just to spite me? And I'm it's like, like yeah. come on, the dude's trying to eat. Yes. <laughs> gotta eat i will say i it did kind of you know as a dad frustrate me when she was being a picky eater she's like i don't want rice again i was like okay well we just had war little girl yeah she comes from a time that was not war uh, and then yeah. she gets thrown into this and it's like it's a huge change for and everybody. her body's probably feeling so crappy she's like you know your body like craves nutrients so it's yeah. probably almost like rejecting the rice at that point like well, I man i had. need some veggies in me <laughs> no, i can't have rice again well because they ate all the plums or whatever i thought she had like a disease because her mom was sick so i thought she kind of like had straight malnutrition no it was malnutrition yeah. she got sick and the like, mosquito bites yeah. too yeah and um, they, just um, from living out there in the in the wild and yeah and little um it was supposed to be like a like, bombing tunnel or something like that like, yeah, yeah. like a mining shop uh, yeah so just living out there, like she got sick. Just like the whole story was so sad. Like, it's about like uh, just how culture and society like treats people. Like even like homeless people now, we're like you don't know what they went through. Yeah, it's like know. oh, you know, you know what I mean? Know, or like I'm the, good. I take care of myself and my family. I'm not gonna worry about you. Yeah. So that's that whole feel of the family. Even her, their own family is their like, own family. I only take care of my immediate family and then everybody, everybody else, else has like, to fend for themselves. She switched up on them so quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, as soon as the food started running out, that's when yeah. she switched up on them because then yeah. they had her, those kids had to rely on her like yeah. portion of the stuff. And they, they were, were like, oh, they were all working and going to school. And I was like, I think they could have fed them. I think she was just. I think, I think so. God yeah. damn it. I hate that lady. But still, like, I can also see, like, maybe they were making enough money to support themselves and just adding two more kids was like a, even a bigger burden financially, probably, yeah. especially after the war. I'm presuming like not everybody was really good economic wise to even take people in yeah. to help. Probably there wasn't like a lot of shelters either. And they looked like they lived in a in a like kind of like farming area, too. So there's probably not a lot of help out there besides, you know, whatever farmers can do for you. And even he kept like stealing food oh mm-hmm. my God. and getting caught. Got and, beat up. Oh, my God. Uh, and getting poor beat baby. up. So what do you like about that movie besides it being sad? Because I will give you mine right now. I did not like this movie. <gasps> I was way too sad. I was like, cut it. Cut it. Cut I was it. like, this Cut is- it. We're done here. I am It's leaving. real life shit. Real I life is sad. It was so unrelentingly sad. I was like, I am miserable watching this movie. This man went through it. Yeah, the only difference is like, basically he lived. Where? He died though. No, he oh, lived. The, the real one. Yeah. Right. Oh. So, and I don't mind when movies open like that. He's like, this was the fucking day that I died. Boom, boom. And then don't you want to see me how I get there? So it got to the point where I kept like, when they do stuff like that, 
you kind of forget. And then when it comes back to the end, you're like, oh, yeah, that's how the movie started. I knew he was going to die because I remember him saying I'm going to die. And his fucking family just kept dying one after yeah. the other. And I was like, damn, this is a very sad movie. I think the Takahata. Yeah. I think he said that he put that in the beginning of the movie because he didn't want this to be overly sad. And it lessens our sadness knowing it in the beginning. But like you said, I feel like I forgot. And then every time I'm like... <laughs> Oh my god! Right. He's gonna die. No, when, no. His, when his fucking sister died, I was like, like and I yo, wanted, that hit. bro, oh that my god. hit. And then it shows the montage of her just spending yes. time by herself so, and like yes. eating oh rocks in the dirt. That's that what kills hit. me every time. Because he had to go out there to like look for food yeah. or look for something. So type he, of was job. he was trying. I think trying. he was trying very no, for hard. Sure. For sure. For sure. But what? Also, another criticism I have, even though I know, like. Yeah. He's a child and he didn't change it. Like at the end, he took out a bunch of money and bought food. I was like, why didn't you just buy food a little fucking earlier? He took a bunch of money? Yeah, from the bank. Yeah. His mom's like bank account. Yeah, he found he... out his dad died and he was like, fuck it, I'm going to take their money. Right. But like. No, no, no. I think I think um what had happened there was that the government was then giving money to like the military people. like, oh. But it didn't variant? come through until like. Later. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I never got that. I'm like, yeah. what? You yeah. bought all this food when she's literally dying. So basically oh, no. was saying like, hey, uh, for the um, veterans yeah. that fought the war, I know it took forever years to like now yeah. like give you guys back the money or whatever. That kind of makes sense. So I think that's when the money finally hit. And he was like, well, I might as well take it now because whatever. And he just like spent it all on whatever he could, food yeah. and whatever. But eventually like. pride and went back to that lady's it's, house. That culture there is so different. No, I, I think he should have. And I think his aunt, she, but his aunt is the adult. Do you not? No, I know. No, for sure. She's the bad guy in the movie to me. Like, to me, besides yeah. Besides the planes dropping the bombs. Oh, she's a bad guy. She's, like, she's definitely the bad guy. I just felt like she is like the parent. Like you literally, you are the. the That's your sister's kids. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is family. Like I, I get it. Like he was being stubborn or whatever, but like. I don't think they really were they're just kids man like yeah she, uh, it was frustrating she's like i don't want to eat this I'm like okay we ate it and then yeah you know, but he was like nice and he was he was respectable yeah and i think he was trying to help out but i mean he's fucking 14 like you know i have my 13 year old son if you let them they will just like not do shit all day like <laughs> oh well, aren't you supposed to be in school yes take him to school that's the point of like being an adult but I don't know. It was just so sad, and then it was too sad. I was just like, every montage, lining? every yeah. montage of like just everything he did for his little sister, like food wise, like even entertaining her, like yeah. just imagine, like the imagination, cooking yeah. wise, like him just cooking for her, <laughs> yeah, and then them spending at night and collecting the fireflies yeah. to light up. Oh my! Oh my and god. then when she was like, "Why do fireflies have to die so oh soon?" Oh my right? god! I was like, that killed me. Oh <laughs> my god! And it just like her getting because the fireflies were supposed to represent all the, like the little dead kids yeah. too and yeah. i'm like oh my god she, she like squished one yeah. and i was like oh shit and then she just buries a bunch she's like, <laughs> yeah Why i know i know mom i know mom is dead <laughs> dude when the aunt we found out the aunt had told her about the mom oh, dying right? i was like why i fucking gotta <laughs> right just like oh my god but i really think they didn't go back because it's a different culture and it's more about but like he was respect creating his own and he was like they were sitting down and he's and he was like you know just chilling on yeah, the ground he's like we can sit however we want yeah fuck, fuck, the, fuck the older generation but know? i think it really is i think i read it somewhere where it's like the people in like japan get that more and they don't see that as like a flaw of what he did but people in America are like, why didn't you go back? Right. Like, 
they see it as like a flaw and like i mean that's what the farmer said he's like i, I recommend you go back man like your sister's hungry yeah or just even when but they weren't getting the fed doctor. there anyways really they were getting like fucking rice water yeah but they weren't getting mistreated i think she would have survived like i don't know she yeah. fucking died at the end yeah I <laughs> but, guess. but remember he is 14 years old yeah, and i feel it's like a you guys don't comprehend story. that like it's he's still a kid yeah. man he's he's out there making adult decisions with a kid brain that and the, she wanted to he, live there his, with him in his mind he thought he was doing the best he could do yeah, yeah he's like you know i'm, I'm I mean? a man of the house he's the, yeah, yeah and he was trying his best to like make whatever little bit of the tunnel into a home yeah. Yeah. for and them. Even Setsuko was like, just never leave me. I just love you. Don't ever leave me. That's all I want. Like, she yeah. didn't even care about the food. She's like, you eat it. Or like when he got beat up, are you okay? Do, uh, yeah. do I need oh, to get right. you a doctor? It's like, no, honey, you're the one not okay. Yeah. Oh, man, it was just... If that movie was a little bit cuter, I don't know, maybe I'd be more forgiving. No, but no. It, it's it's, it's it based just, on a true story. How can you not be forgiving of this because situation? Because it was so sad. It was just sad. <sighs> to me, it was just sad. And then when he had to like bury his sister. Oh. Yeah. And then that put him in like, a little tin can. I know it. Yeah, and he was like looking at her for a minute before he fucking closed it. I, I got a little teary eyed. Yeah, oh, I was violently sobbing. <laughs> you had prepped me. You warned me. You're like, it's sad. It's like sad all the way through. And I'm like, okay, you know. Oh. And even when he was died in, the, in like in the subway or whatever, oh, right? just like him hearing oh. his sister's voice. Yeah, it's another again, one calling too. her like, come, yeah, come back. They're like, oh yep, fucking put him, throw him in the wagon another or whatever. One. Let's see what he's got on him. Oh yeah. yes, right. But that's like the, the society <laughs> peanut, peanut we butter M Ms. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> that's just the society we live in. But oh my god, that movie. That movie was just too 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 sad for me. But I did I did appreciate it for being like. But like even like the animation. I don't know. I don't want to oh, shit too much on it. Another no. thing I like read about that I thought was cool mm -hmm. was that all the outlining for the movie was done in brown mm, to that. give it like a softer feel. And typically movies are always outlined in black. Okay. Wow. And it's a, it was like harder to animate it too because it gives Ugh. less of a contrast. But oh. it, when you watch it, you do notice that everything is like... A little bit brown. Yeah. Every like thing is outlined in brown unless it's like absolutely necessary to do black. Which I thought it gave it kind of like a softer, like more innocent vibe to yeah. it. I do, I do think so. Because yeah. we're kind of watching it through the lens of children because he's sitting mm. there rewatching his life yeah. with his sister, basically. So we're like kind of like seeing. Like a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of like otherworldly. Like we're rewatching what he's already been through with him riding the train kind of. Yeah. No, I, I do see that. Yeah. I mean, the movie was not dusty, but it did have like that, that grain of, yeah. of memory. I don't know, man. It definitely had a very different feeling than their other movies, but I feel yeah, like because the, the other direct the hope. Uh, it's based hope, off go of, watch Pixar, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and Pixar um, Taka said he based like the animation of the bombings and stuff on his real life experience yeah, too. Yeah, I read that too. Yeah. So, um, like you the, know, and it's a different director than the other two movies like we're talking about. So, right, right. I guess yes. It's like yes, a yes, different, yes. just a different feel. It's but like, it, I think it is to get like the general feel. Like, do you imagine living your day to day life and then just these planes flying over you, and then all of a sudden, are you hearing explosions and people screaming like, and yeah. yelling and fire? For them. They're like, "Oh, get inside before you get hit with the bombs!" Like, what? Yeah, like, that's and that, then the mom on the wrapped up in the bandages and like stuff. just dying. Yeah. That was you because she can't. He couldn't even see like her face one last time. It's like, don't even unwrap her. It's so bad. Yeah, and it's the fire. Like fire is so 
Like, I'd rather get nuked. Like, you die instantaneously. The fire is kind of more yeah, no. she was, she was harsh. Yeah. When he got there and then she died. Well, yeah. The doctor did tell her, like, we, there's nothing we can do for her yeah. but, like, pain medication and just keep her, you know, okay until she passes away. I feel like at that point, just shoot me in the head. <laughs> but also imagine, like, that. what would that <laughs> do on your, on your wrist, on to your, your kid mind? Like, as a child yeah. to see that. I like, wouldn't want them to see my body like that. I don't know. That's just crazy. The, the movie was just was so sad. She emotional. Was too much. He's like, when like, he was putting all the food in the ground, he's like, Mom, go. Like, yeah, but if up. he went with her, then they probably would have died too. No, for sure. But if she had went sooner, like she was supposed to, then maybe she would have got because I was like, where? I was like, why is he not worried about his mom? Why isn't he just running to That's where what she's I thought at? too. And why would she leave her kids? Like, I wouldn't leave my kids. Not the, not both of them, or at least take the youngest one. But I mean, I'm glad. I'm not, I guess I'm not glad she left them because they died anyway. So. I don't know. That sucks though. But the movie was, the movie was to me is it's it's one of my best movies. Like literally uh, top ten. Right. I know it's sad. I know I don't live up to your standards, Xavier. Just because <laughs> I need some balance, man. I was like, I get it. You're trying to make me sad. I am sad. <laughs> I am that's very the sad. point of the movie. Like but, I don't think it was supposed to be like a silver lining. Like oh my god, I think it was just supposed no to show you, yeah, that there is no silver lining. That people really did suffer even in the aftermath. It seemed like Love propaganda it. to me. Like, I know it was real and I know it really happened. But I was like, as far as like a movie, like an artistic movie, I was like. They still made it very artistic, though. They had the scenes like with the fireflies and like how you're talking about with the uh, it's just her playing. The montage. The montage kind of, of yeah. her. Like all that stuff was, was nice. And the train and. Yeah. But like, imagine I was watching House Moving Castle, Castle in the Sky and all these different like movies. And yeah. then this in the middle, I was like. This is way sad. This is like when you watch a scary movie as a kid and then you have to watch like something funny. And I watched that as a young child, too. I remember (sighs) that fucked you up. Yeah, it still fucks me up. (laughs) But it's kind of nice, like, because sometimes I just need to cry and I can't. And then I'll just watch that movie and I'm like, okay, I'm good now. I'll get you there. Yeah. (laughs) Like, sometimes I get excited to cry for that movie. I'm like, (laughs) I need this. In uh, 2020, they released the uh, first ever CGI movie based on a book, Earwig and the Witch. So I sent you guys the trailer. I didn't see the movie either, but <laughs> it did. It does look horrible, ugly. <laughs> yeah, it really disgusted me, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> it creeped me out because I think a lot of their imagery and stuff is already creepy. But if you right. put it like 3D, it makes it just ugly and like. For me, it was a, it was her eyebrows. <laughs> all of it, like the facial expressions, like it yeah. just didn't feel like studio ghibli also yeah it seemed like it was trying to be but it was just it didn't hit yeah i mean i didn't watch it but the trailer i, I watched like three seconds of it i think i stopped and just texted you ill yeah and then that was it <laughs> it's just unsettling it's just like super, super ugly that's so funny yeah. <laughs> hey watch this a minute later ill <laughs> <laughs> so i know disney made the leap into 3d with pixar but i think and it works for pixar like i like toy story even mm-hmm. though toy story is kind of like round and you know even like sid looks like a toy <laughs> but yeah. like later on you know he but does it's get, more like, familiar hair. things than we're used to seeing like they animate ants and stuff so, they oh, still right. give the animates like right. monsters and stuff right not monsters but like spirits and things you're not used to seeing so i feel like it looks even weirder yeah, when it's 3D. Yeah. So do you think that they should ever try again? Because that was their first and last CGI, fully CGI movie. I wonder why it was their last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was based off that one, no. They should not do it again. 
But that's not like I feel like maybe they can we find know style. Studio Ghibli because right. of that style of animation that they do, mm-hmm. yeah, and they 2D. do it so perfectly. Yes. for them to switch it up, it's like, eh. is it because is it, it was really people, Studio though? Ghibli? Is it because of those people? Like, could they do like an animal Studio Ghibli movie, or maybe like if it's just robots? I didn't or? like the vibe of it. I don't know. Hmm. Like, I feel like if maybe they made like a separate production company for that, and like oh. still did their own stuff, and then had right. like a sister company try to do more like that, maybe that would work. But maybe I see what you're saying. And then like they could just Pixar. work on it to perfect it. Because yeah, whatever attempt they did there was not it. I would have been embarrassed to release that. So yeah, I mean it could be a good movie too. So if you are a fan of this movie, <laughs> I know we're shooting on it pretty heavy, but maybe um, the story is really good. Maybe the story is good because these Ghibli movies are they do have good story, but just at least the style oh, style is, like, is fifty or fifty one percent of the appreciation of these movies. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything more about uh, Grave uh, Fireflies? If you guys haven't watched it, definitely watch it. I think it it is a very good watch. And it really, um, I think just learning about the wars and stuff, it doesn't really hit home. But when you watch something and it's kind of more of a personal experience to how a war is affected to them, it really just hits home. Yeah. You get you get stressed like yeah. him like running through it like you can feel the stress of him like just trying to find somewhere to stay and you can't stay there too long you got to keep it moving keep mm-hmm. it moving also if you need like a good cry too, <laughs> yeah like, if you oh just my. if you just been going through some shit in life right. and you're just like man I haven't been able to just cry <laughs> yeah. put this Chelsea movie on and I, pro- I promise like you will shed tears and you just just ball out crying if you don't I'm looking at you funny. Like, if you don't cry at this movie, it's like, right. what's wrong with you? You're, bro- you're broken. You're even broken. You need to have some feelings. I don't know. <laughs> so some criticism. Um, I talked about the environmentalism. But so despite the movies having some themes of feminism, the studio itself is very reluctant to promote women from within. So hmm. Studio Ghibli is not left out of the conversation from like studios that overwork their uh, laborers and sometimes even ha- you know force them to work on public holidays. So, I feel like that's weird. A lot of their characters are really strong female leads. Right, right. But, it, you know, the, there's these, and, you know, no shade against men, but it's stories written Not by men. Not fuck men. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know. But, hmm. I, I don't like that. I know. I mean, what we can do is just at least put the awareness out there and get it out. Because you, if, if especially the thing that I like, you know, how they have it here is promoting from within. So, if you... Have somebody who's in the studio. Maybe they're not an artist, but there's somebody who's working on this or uh, helping out over there or wants to learn like you should promote from within. And that's across like any kind of company, mm-hmm. like just because you think that there's another man who might be able to do the job better because he's on a different company. But if you have somebody internally, it's more rewarding having that person climb and become like senior or president or yeah, even people like people want to work harder then. Yeah. So and. Especially like with this company, like as long as they've been out, like, I don't know. Maybe they just need a female founder in there. Balance it all out. Yeah, I mean, it was found- Get one of their daughters or something to join it. I don't know. Yeah. So you think nepotism is a little bit better than uh, sexism? I think- mm, yeah. I think so, you too. <laughs> yeah. Because they got talent in that family, probably. Right. If they're coming out with these. Right. You probably grew up in it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't check if, they- if he even has like daughters. I don't know. Does he? I, I-, I feel like... Oh. Out of the four of them, one of them has to have a daughter, but I don't maybe. know. I mean, they're workaholics. Yeah. So maybe they don't have time. <laughs> maybe, actually. So I think he's a dad, actually, when I'm like thinking about like, because I watched a little bit of not the, the documentary, but like them talking about it mm-hmm. and like his style and influence. So 
I think he does have kids. I don't know if he has daughters, but their wives, anything. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, what, his wife. Yeah. Jump, jump in the studio. Come on. <laughs> Let's bring him up. Yeah. All right, man. So overall thoughts. What do you guys think? Of like Studio Ghibli or the movie? Just Studio Ghibli. Because I know we didn't talk about. So like I said, there's 22 other movies. So we didn't talk about Princess Mononoke or Ponyo. Um, Ponyo. Ponyo. Totoro, yeah. my neighbor oh, my Totoro. Totoro. Yeah, we Totoro. Totoro. We we did talk about it in a different, <laughs> in a different. Have you seen that? Did one? I say it wrong? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I like I saying it like that though. I Totoro, say all of it wrong. I my like. neighbor Totoro. Yeah, we were, we were doing a lot of practicing before. <laughs> were we? <laughs> <laughs> I was. <Just> so. <laughs> I get nervous. Running through the decoder or whatever. How do you, <laughs> I feel like they need to. I'm nervous that they're gonna take another break because he's like. This is his final movie or whatever. Oh, I'm hoping right. they don't retire again. I mean, they should give the helm. So they, and I wanted to. But you said there's three of them. There's three. So yeah, just because one retires, alive. like the whole well, company they kinda, has to I retire. I feel like they work together. A lot of the movies are from this guy, Miyazaki. Yeah. So, so he's like the, he's, he's the, the brains. And then Takahata. No, I like Takahata. No, what is it, Tana? Takahata. Takahata. He does Grave of the Firefly. He does, so. Yeah. yeah. So he, that one's my favorite. Right. I kind of, I don't know. No. No, no, no. Kyle's no. still there too. I mean, just confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can have like you can have them because, like, like I said, like Xavier says, it is a very sad movie. Yeah. Versus all the other ones, which have like a little bit of an uplifting message, or so I guess you know, as a sad movie, yes, this is my number one. Yeah. Like this will get I feel like me I there need to a cry. badge of honor after watching it. <laughs> yeah, you need a purple, you need a purple heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, then I'm, I must be like a true vet because I've seen this movie at least ten times. Really? Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times, but I have to. Wow. I'll be sad for like a week after I see it. I'm like, damn. I'll be hugging my kids after that movie. Uh, I know, right? I'll give you all the kids that you want. <laughs> eat this rice. It's okay. <laughs> I probably eat, eat. You won't mind. Get it strong. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. So I, I, you know, we recommend Studio Ghibli definitely. And I, I think we should record something to put at the top of the episode. But like spoilers, just we should have done like a spoilers for these different movies because... They've been out for a long time now. I know, but the, but the purpose of this podcast is to put people on to oh. these anime. So we don't want to say, hey, watch these movies. They all die at the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, but... in that one, you know they die in the beginning. Like the first right. five seconds of the film, they die. Yeah. Because we only dead. talked about like four movies out of, what, 25? Yeah. and, and, 20. and, and 20. Oh, what, uh, what's the one movie that you said you didn't like? The one, the one Ghibli. Oh, The Neighborhood. Totoro. Really? Tell me. Tell me why. Yeah, My neighbor it, Totoro? You didn't yeah, like that? Yeah, I no. thought it was really boring. Because there was no conflict, right? I was just bored. I think it's because I watched it as like an adult too. Like <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it first when I was a child. You didn't like hanging out with the with the neighbor? Just <sighs> fucking, what are they? Just taking a bath and eating food? And yeah, I don't know. It was just like, I, I was like, what's and it looks pretty but like right. i didn't, didn't have like, like a purpose or like a actual there was just no I conflict just, and was... i didn't like connect with the characters at all mm-hmm. i feel like um with a lot of these movies i like personally like mm-hmm. connect with them like the greater right. fireflies you know i have a younger sibling i could see myself being in that situation with them and trying to care for them right house moving castle like <laughs> i want to be in her shoes <laughs> i mean right but with this one, I just didn't. 
How about you? You did you did say that there was a movie you didn't like either. Grave of the Firefly. <laughs> oh, that was your that's, movie. That's the movie that I didn't really. Oh my god. It was just Look. too sad for me. Too unreal. Phoenix Saber have been friends for a very long time. <laughs> I know today. And this this is questioning our friendship, really. <laughs> so I felt the same way about my neighbor Totoro, to be honest. Don't be first. surprised if this is the last episode <laughs> of this whole podcast. <laughs> I felt the same way about my neighbor, but because there was because it just ended. Like what I thought the conflict was and without spoiling it or whatever, but he thinks that his mom is going to die or his mom is in trouble. Then he gets to the hospital and she's just there <laughs> and then it just ends. I so, don't even remember it enough because I was like bored. That, that I That's how it is. He just hangs out with, with Totoro the whole time and his mom is in the hospital or she's like bedridden and he, he visits her or maybe it's a girl, whatever. They visit their mom and at the end... He just he gets like word that she's like sick or whatever or that something's happening. So he's crying on the way to there, uh-huh. and he gets there and she's fine. <laughs> and then the movie just ends. Well, Interesting. you don't like when the movie's too happy. You don't like <laughs> when it's too sad. I like Castle in the Sky, a perfect blend of sad, happy, and like triumphant. Like that's Howl's Moving Castle. For that, for you, yeah. For and romance, if we're keeping if we're keeping track, my favorite is Castle in the Sky. Chelsea's is How's Moving Castle. Castle. Lewis's Dark Inside. So Grave Grave of the the Fireflies. That's a close second for me, though, I'll say. So these are our movies. These are our Studio Ghibli movies as of right now. And we might, you know, come back and do another three movies next season. So, but yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and get into the giveaway. I want to say thank you guys for entering the giveaway. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. So, like I said, thank you for sharing the post. Thank you for tagging three people. Just thank you. Oh, thank you for definitely following us on Instagram. Um, You know, the more followers we gain, the better, because we just really want to get out there to you guys and let it be known that we are this up and coming anime podcasters. And we talk about anything between anime movies and video games like that's our Bread and, and butter. Pot- yeah. Or being potatoes, bread and butter. butter. That's the, the food that we give here. <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, we want to say thank you to you guys, the normies, for following us, for staying tuned, for listening to us on your way home or just any time of the day on any of the regular podcasts you guys, Apple, Am- Amazon, Amazon, yeah, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Google. and Google. So, and YouTube podcast. Like we said in the video, we are giving away a three month subscription to Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. There you go. So we are gonna we got all you guys' names who entered the giveaway and who, did all the requirements. All three requirements. So liking, sharing, sharing it, and, and commenting three friends. So we are gonna have our special guest Chelsea read them out though. An unbiased party. So you're gonna do the first spin. The first spin. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> Who won? Uh, I'm supposed to say it. Congratulations. <laughs> to who? Oh, Amanda Rose Resources. Amanda Rose Resources. Amanda underscore Rose underscore Resources. You are the first winner to your three month subscription to Crunchyroll. Oh my God, girl, what you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna watch? What are you gonna watch? Gonna watch? Tell <laughs> us in the comments what is the first show you're gonna watch on your Crunchyroll account. So and sure remember, that- this is a personal account. We'll be sharing it. <laughs> oh my God. Whatever. Share if you want. Share with me. Oh man. <laughs> so, like Lewis said, make sure that you claim claim. Reach out to us on Instagram and then uh claim your prize and then we'll send you the code. Yes. So go ahead and remove right, her from the list one. and then re-roll. Oh jeez. Okay. Number two. 
Second winner is dun, 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 dun. Bam. Who is that? Black scale motive. Black scale motive. Thinks black <laughs> scale motive. No. It looks like that's it. Or maybe it's black scale motif. Black scale motif. Motif. I like the way I said it first. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Say it again. Black scale motive. Black scale motive. Yeah. All right. Black well, scale motive. Claim you your prize on our Instagram. For the second one, again, comment below what is the first show you're going to watch on your three-month subscription to Country Road. Let oh, us right. know. Let us know. All right. All right the for last the last one. one, come on. Cross your fingers, guys. I want to thank you guys all for, for entering. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Ooh. And follow us on Instagram for more prices. Okay. Say it. Jerk did it. Jerk, you did it. <laughs> Jerk won. Jerk, you did it, my playboy. Wow. You did it. You won. Oh, my God. You must feel so proud of yourself. Go tell your mom. Go tell your parents. Yo, I just won three months subscriptions to Crunchyroll Count. What are we watching tonight? <laughs> what are we watching? Do they have Akira on Crunchyroll? No, they don't. Oh, man. I would have recommended that movie to watch. I know. Very confusing. <laughs> no, it's not, bro. Yes, we it do. is. We we're we're going to do an episode yeah. on it next season, maybe. But I love Like it. an actual Akira episode. We yes. did talk about it in our hip hop episode. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we definitely did. Yeah, no, that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a couple of things to say about it now. That we will talk about it, <laughs> but eventually we'll talk about. It. Hey, but thank you so much again for entering for entering the giveaway. We'd love to give away future stuff, so stay tuned. We'll have another giveaway in, um, upcoming pretty soon. Yeah, probably and at the end of the season. So this is going to be our mid-season kind of like giveaway. So we'll do one at the end and then at the top of the next season. Yeah, but so. definitely follow, follow, subscribe. We're on YouTube. We need more subscribers. Just, you know, help us out. We're taking donations. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> Toys for tots. <laughs> yeah, but definitely just come come have fun with us, man. We just, are we fun to have? It's around? been all right. No, <laughs> it's, been it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, at least she's being honest. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get to the last segment of the show. Go for it, man. What you're reading, what you're watching, what you're playing. So, Chelsea. What you're reading, what you're watching, what you're playing. Let okay. us know. Let us know. Let the people know. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know why I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I feel well. like we're putting you on the spot on this one. I this is her. all you, though. This is all you. I told her this is the only thing she had to have prepared. <laughs> okay, well, watching, I've been watching um, the new Rick and Morty episodes. Oh, okay. Ooh. Where are you watching it on? It's so hard. Um, you have Hulu I, Live TV? No. What have I been watching on? Cable? No. Let me think for a second. Don't rush her, man. It's like purple. Tell me, tell me. Tell me. Is it purple? Purple? Purple. Oh, what's that one where they're making new shows? Toby? No, Peacock. Peacock. Oh, Peacock. Yeah, it's, it's on, on Peacock? Peacock. Wow, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it it comes out weekly or whatever. So I've been watching that. Oh, great. Anyway, you liking it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different with the different voice actors and stuff like that. Can you oh, they hear, changed it? Can you hear the difference though? Um, I can't really because I'm dumb, but um, my boyfriend said he could hear it. But yeah. after like one episode, I feel like you get used to it. It's just like a slight difference. I think, I don't know if it's just because I know there's a change that I'm like, oh. Maybe. Hmm. But like, I, I do think it's good. I. What do you think about the story? The story? Okay, so uh, that's to be a spoiler. Because we, we had a conversation with this with JP, spoilers. right? Uh, like when we were like finishing up the podcast, we went out there. To, yeah, and then they the were Because yeah, so my Eli son, because we can't find it, like mm-hmm. where to watch it. So he watches like recap videos Peacock. on uh, YouTube. I think we have Peacock. 
But uh, yeah, don't, don't don't quote don't, me. You might have to Google that, but I've definitely been watching it on some service. <laughs> also, no, don't don't spoil it. But as far as like my question that I want to know is, is both Rick and Morty, like, do they feel a little bit different? Because hmm. the voice of there's another show, Solar Opposites. So oh, I like how they did that. Right, it's right. like a British dude now. Yes, yeah, yeah, very different. So I think this one, like you said, it was a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Different. My boyfriend was saying that he really liked how they did that change because it was like funny. Yeah, they but it wouldn't it. work for Rick and Morty to do it like that. But there's so many Ricks. Like he'd just be a different. That's true. Just be like a, a different Rick. version. Like, yeah, but it's British, the but... one Rick going after the main Rick. Right. So right, right. he's the one that like replaced the family and stuff. So. I think it would make a difference. Okay. But you're liking it though? or Yeah, it's still good. Okay. I'm not like hyped to watch it every week. I'm kind of watching it out of like. I feel like it was, I was really hyped it. to watch it. Yeah, like, that and like I've already seen it all. So at this point I want to finish it out. Yeah. When you have all that investment. No, yeah. I, I really liked it. And I really liked it up until the last couple seasons. But uh, even then I didn't dislike it, but it was like on the trajectory to become my favorite show. Yeah. But now, it did it. no, now I'm still firm with like Futurama. So Futurama is my sci-fi show of choice. And that's the funny part, because I, I feel the same way with you. Like it's, it was the first couple of seasons was just so good. Like mm-hmm. I, I was like preaching it, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick and yeah. Morty all the time. Years. The time. <laughs> Rick and Morty, come on. Rick and Morty. <laughs> like that was just me all the time. And then now I just like, it, it kind of just fell off for me. Yeah. Another one I've been watching though is, um, it just like had the mid season pause, but Invincible. I've been oh, watching that. Yeah. I, that I look, really like. It's oh still going really, really strong. It is. That's, that is my favorite show right now. Like yeah. that's the show that I, watch when i want to feel good like, yeah and i get excited to watch that one show. i don't think that's a feel oh good show the dad's a <laughs> the piece dad. of shit the dad's a piece of shit but then even then there's Ian, you guys are you guys caught up i i think i i think i'm maybe one episode behind <sighs> no i'm caught up um, they only dropped like five episodes on this season i think i've yeah. seen four episodes and, and they're we're waiting for part two but they introduced a new character or whatever on the last episode I think. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil so, it, bro. Please don't spoil it for me. Spoil it. But it, it's like I can see that there's more. Oh, the, have out. you read like, the comic books? No, my boyfriend again has read all of it. And he's like, you can't even imagine what's going to happen. Like, it's so crazy. Are and you going to read it, though? But the story diverts, <laughs> so, though, from the comic books. But I told it's Lewis, not like, I'm treating he it. He said that it's been pretty good. It, no, it's there's there's so much more in the comic books that is not presented in the actual um, Yeah, but show. it just started. I'm telling you, season one does not project everything that happened. Oh, like, well, you can so never much. project everything. But it's still good. Like, I'll still watch Invisible because it's still a good ass show. In the voice acting, I love Steven Young. Young. Uh, who is he? They took, like, a lot of the characters from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and made them the voice actors. So they already have, like, the chemistry and stuff. So I feel like that's why that's pretty it cool. really works well. And it, I think it's the, the same writer or something. As The Walking Dead? think i'm not sure i don't that might be a lie i want to google that now okay well, <laughs> well so I, I, I do like that show a lot and that that show just puts me in a really good mood and i like yes the voice acting jk simmons he's a good piece of shit dad omni man omni man man think mark just think mark yeah. 500 years from now what would you have you dad <laughs> oh my god that was heartbreaking and then he's like, that's when it hit him. He was like, okay, I got to go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before I shed tears. He's yeah. right. He's right. And that's so true because there's this show on Netflix, on, on YouTube called, it's called Something Theory. And they talked about like, was Omni-Man right 
in that saying, like, what what you have 500 years from now. Like, your mom is going to die. You're going to outlive your mom thousands of years. Still your mother, though. Yeah. I know, but she, there was, like, a point in the show where he calls his mom, like, oh, like, she's a pet to me. Yeah, that right? was fucked. And it is fucked, <laughs> but if you think about it in Omni-Man's mind, this man has been living for over thousands of years. And he's two-faced. To him, his mom is going to be a pet in a sense because... She's going to die. And it's like, you know, he probably had, she has what, like maybe 30 years left. But the right thing she to do dies. would be to tell her straight up, I think. But remember, he came Anna, in there with a plan. Anna knows that she's my pet, I think. I don't know if she knows our arrangement. But. No. Come on. Don't treat her like that. Don't say that about I, Hannah. But you see what I mean? That's I the way Omni-Man thinks about Mark's moms. Like, it's, uh. it's a pet in a sense. Like, he's going to outlive her either way. So it's like, and it, I can try to see like him not trying to become too emotionally attached to her. But he did. Oh yeah, he had a whole kid and everything. Yeah, I know. He but just fucking had another kid like on this new plan with these. Oh, bugs. that's what I was talking about—the new character. Yeah. Oh, the, oh, his brother. His brother. The, yeah, that's oh, gotta be big. Yeah, I mean, heck, because they. What, oh, they, and they do have the same right writers or whatever. Oh, as uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah it's we, the we, Robert Kirkman. We looked it up live for yeah. you guys. <laughs> so was, they have this. They kind of all get along, and then like. I think the transition with all of them is just well. No, that's good. I, I like, love Steven. I like I like superheroes and then and Lewis likes when superheroes turn bad. So that. that show is just like yeah. right for us. Love I kinda that. don't want to do an episode on it. I know it's not anime, but I just like well, I feel like we that and like the boys would be yeah. a good the, duo. Have you seen Gen, um, Gen V? I watched some episodes of it. The that episodes I did watch were crazy good. Like that show's good, man. I didn't want to watch it. I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch it. And then every time I would see episode, I'd be like Oh my god! And like I'd be so invested for that episode because well, so. it's a tall order to be like, oh, is it going to be as good as the boys? Yeah. But Lewis and I didn't really good. watch the boys. I think I watched like a couple of the first um, season, but I didn't like watch it through. But I did really enjoy it. I just didn't. Yeah. No, it's good. It's super good. Dude, yeah. it's crazy. That I almost like since I haven't watched both of them fully, I almost like the Gen X one more. Because Gen X is more rela- relatable. It just of, it talks about more of like our generation. Yeah, it really just drew me in on any episode I watched. I was like, <laughs> oh like my walk, god, walking past it. Yeah, like, basically, on, and I'm like, down. and then it's like the whole meme, like with like boyfriends. Oh, I don't want to watch the romantic comedy, and then they sit there and like watch all they of it. Like, Whoa, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> what do you mean, Mark is not going to take her? <laughs> he loves you. He's the one. He's the one. How are you so blind and not? To yeah, see I feel her? like that with this one. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I remember my uncle was like that. He used to watch telenovelas, and <laughs> you like, just get invested. Like yeah. you just like you really try not to because you're like, ah, oh, that's so late. Yeah, then I was you like, start ah, watching, like, and you're like, oh my god, like why did. Uh, Autumn, why would you do that to <laughs> Sam? No. <laughs> yeah. So. So what are you what are you reading? What you playing? I'm playing a lot of Minecraft right now, actually. Okay. And I started like a new realm, so I just got like. Are you playing Survivor or? Um, yeah. Free play or whatever. I don't know. So, <laughs> the difference is you die. So it's then, not so hardcore. Then, so then Survivor. Okay, and then um, I just got it where I got like the villagers farming for me. And oh. like got kind of slavery going on. Oh, very nice. It's very um, nice. <laughs> ethical. <laughs> I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? It's not gonna build itself. It's not gonna build itself. I don't know. You could do that in Minecraft. Oh be, yeah, you can new. make automatic farms, and the little villagers just farm for you. Does, it take, you does that does that take away the fun though? Not for me. I'm no. like that advances. <laughs> yeah, no, Mark, you got no it. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> I just need that. Mind your little villagers. Hey, 
Give me that plot. damn corn. <laughs> yep. No, they don't even have corn. <laughs> potato, crops. corn, <laughs> carrots. Whatever they have. <laughs> so that and then Mexican train. Mexican train. What is that? Dominoes. It's not video games, but it's a game. I've been playing a lot of dominoes. Oh, domino. What do you call it? Mexican train. It's a Mexican train. It's like a game of dominoes. Oh, okay. Like live action dominoes? Yeah, man. Wow. How, how does, without, you know, too much, how, what, what's, what sets it apart from regular dominoes, from American dominoes? Or, or Cuban know. dominoes, what I'm familiar with. I've been playing with Cubans, so. You've been playing Mexican train with Cubans? Yeah. Well, dominoes. So. I don't know the distinction. Hmm. Have to look it up. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll check it out. What you lose? What you? What you read? What you reading? What you gaming? What you watching? Reading. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I haven't been reading anything. <laughs> I asked Lewis what's he's gaming. What's he's watching? <laughs> gaming. Street Fighter. I'm trying to oh. perfect my combos. <laughs> Lewis is trying not to get his ass whooped on the stream. No, yeah. no, man. I have to talk shit. I can't talk shit if I suck. I still <laughs> I talk gotta, mad shit. I got to yeah. back it up. I but you can't do it again. Yeah. But you can't kill me again. You can't do it 11 times. But just Street Fighters, man. Just gaming on that and, you know, practicing my combo, seeing which character I like the best and... Have you have you landed on a character or no, I haven't I have <laughs> one character mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember her name, but she's she's pretty cool. I like her vibe. She has like that um Indian vibe. Oh, she uh with the with the wind? Yes. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I kinda like her vibe. So I've been playing with her. Okay, okay. Um and then I just picked up oh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat one. Yeah. Since we're gonna do another streaming for that one. So I have practice with that one too. Make sure <laughs> Did you guys get the new one? Mortal Kombat one? The that's, one that just came out? Yeah. Yeah, with Omni-Man and yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I just got crazy. it for the PS5. Yeah. So I'm excited. I feel like I'm a bigger fan of Mortal Kombat than I am Street Fighters, personally. Uh, I haven't played Street Fighters. I've only played Mortal Kombat. Mortal, Street Fighters is more just like... Button strict, mashing, you think? Yeah, like button mashing, but like it's more like just strictly fighting. Okay. Well, Mortal Kombat is like, I love the fucking fatalities. Yeah, and they got kind of stories they don't, they with the characters. They don't have like finishing moves. In Street Fighter? In Street Fighters. You know? they, so, did you see the train scene as a yeah. finisher? That shit's crazy. Yeah. I, so I do like that about Mortal Kombat. I like the, I just like how gross it is. I like the brutalities. Yeah. I just like how, you know, visceral it is. I like, think that's what has like an up from Street Fighters. Like that's yeah, what is the differentiates Mortal Kombat from Street Fighters. Like that's a fighting game. Yeah, and I mean, why Street, I would put Street Fighters above. I mean, Mortal Kombat <laughs> above Street Fighter. Street Fighter has like good story as well, and I just like how classic Street Fighter is. So they have yeah. like the new modern way to play or whatever. But I do like the combos in Mortal Kombat a little bit better because you can string a lot of different combos. You can't really do that too too much with um, Street Fighter. One of our next episodes that we're going to be doing is going to be on Tekken. Yes. So that's another game that has a good blend of both. Uh, like, there's no finishers sure. in Tekken but as far as like a story it does it, it's just like a 3D it's the only not only but it's one of the bigger 3D space fighting games yeah but I do agree I put maybe Street or Mortal Kombat up top then Street Fighter then Tekken, Tekken. but I have to replay Tekken because it's been such a long time since I haven't played Tekken uh, but I don't know why I want to say like I, I would put it above Street Fighter Tekken above Street Fighter <laughs> so my, my homeboy was talking about how he didn't so a bet uh, Mortal Kombat has like Omni-Man, Homelander, and there's like the aerial combos and like they're doing a lot of big things. And then Street Fighter reinvented their fighting system and there's a lot of new things there. Yeah. But Tekken 
hasn't really like reinvented anything. No, not really. And well, I, like I said, I haven't played the newest Tekken, so I can't say I, like I have Tekken Seven, and we can play that. But it's such a good game. What about you? Is, fight, is the fighting games? like more fast paced in I Tekken? Fighting games in all fighting games. I'll still talk shit though, but I'll be talking <laughs> shit like falling off the map or. Tekken is a little bit fast paced. It's not as fast paced as like um, Mortal Kombat. I don't know because you can juggle your character, your opponent. That's mm-hmm. where Tekken like takes off. It's like that three D, like you knock them up and then as many hits as you can do before they hit the ground, <laughs> or yeah. even when they hit the ground. So it's a little bit unfair in that way. Um, it's just kind of rewarding. Tekken is more of a button masher where you can. It looks like you know what you're doing, but you're really just pressing all the buttons. That's how I like to play, though. That's how I like to play. That's <laughs> my Mortal, style, right? But with there. Mortal yeah. Kombat, if you have a character, if you have a player who really knows how to play, oh, they'll be able to beat like you. That's why I don't like playing that much. Right, but with Tekken, Zach will just like in which in you can tell when he's going combo. easy too, and I'm like, stop uh, it. And, and we then, gotta get him on the stream. You think he'll he'll do something like that? Yeah, he streams a lot. He does like he works in the game industry. Does he, he does like marketing and stuff. Does he? Yeah. He works with the indie game studio right now. Oh, that's pretty cool. And they're coming out with a game soon. Oh, no, that's cool. No, that's, well, let him know. Yeah. So that, those are the three games that we're trying to play. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, and... Tekken. He's really good at those type of games, I think. Beautiful. For, compared to me, at least. I'm like, Whoa. Let him know. Let him know Lewis has been practicing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, Saver, like, applauds himself because of his skills, but I'm we'll not. take him down. I'm Don't not. worry about it. On the stream, he's not going to be talking so much shit afterwards. Chelsea, we're talking shit for him. Yeah. I just imagine what you mean about, oh, you fucking you suck. suck. <laughs> get him, get and it's like, Zach's the one that got hit. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Sorry. <laughs> what I used to do is, uh, we used to have, like, my friend play or wear the headset and then another friend who was good would play like Call of Duty or whatever. That's what I'll do with him. I'll wear the headset but he'll play so yeah. I can just talk mad shit beautiful. and you guys won't know. <laughs> it's a beautiful chemistry. <laughs> it's a balance right there. So what you watching? What you watching? watching I just got done watching the last episode. Well, that's not the last episode but the last release episode of JJK. No, oh no, my god no spoilers man. with that i have not caught up no at spoilers. all no no spoilers i just want to say i am <laughs> she's gonna punch me right in the throat <laughs> she's like, oh, bam. <laughs> um no i just want to say i am deeply in love with this anime top i cannot because you were no you were, man you were, re- you were reluctant to say it was in your top five last no, i said, I said it's, it's my top five my favorite character is uh, i can't remember his goddamn name well what does he look like uh the one with the the suit and tie Oh, Nanami? Nanami. Yeah. Oh, my God. His death was oh, so See, that's like, beautiful. I didn't see the season. You didn't see the season? She just said no spoilers. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, like, I'm not going to tell you, oh, he dies. But Oh, my God. I knew he died, though, but yeah. no more further not than that. that. My I'm not going to tell you. Lewis is but, like, the worst I in the whole world with spoilers. <laughs> I saw that on TikTok, but if I didn't know that already, I would have been very upset. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no spoilers. But that's, just like, why his, his character is just so awesome. He's just, like, the perfect blend of like a good friend and like a good um mentor and his like work stuff it's really like his his character is so funny like he just doesn't because i think he knows what it entitled entitles to be a sorcerer Mm -hmm. and like just the pain that comes with it that he's like is it really worth it it's a job at the end of the day so for him at least yeah so he's just like i'd rather do like accounting shit and, <laughs> but then then source, and then sorcery at the end like you know as a side gig just because i don't want to invest myself into this because you know you lose people so it sucks but he is one of my favorite characters legit shit and don't they let, did him you? justice 
It's Nori. I always like main characters, though. But he's such a little cutie ball of sunshine. <laughs> it's Nori. Yuji. Oh, Yuji. He's, he's. I always call. I want to call him Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> he's your Eugene. Because that's yeah. how I heard it when they were saying it. <laughs> no, but JJK definitely top like three right now on Whoa. my list. It's like Whoa. every They're top episode. ten for me and I haven't even seen that season. Season two is going to blow you away. Season one was good. The movie um, Zero, Zero was good too. I liked but it. But season two, oh my God, man. I just, it literally gives me goosebumps. I was this close to missing out my kid's little Christmas singing <laughs> thing because I couldn't stop watching it. I literally was like on my phone and then people were talking about the new episode. And I was like, wait, is it out already? And I go to um, watch it and I'm like, oh shit, it is out. I start playing it. Literally, I'm like looking at the time. I'm like, I don't want to stop. It's getting so good. And I'm just like, I was this close. I'm sorry, my man. I'm sorry, my son. I almost missed it. When you're rewatching this episode. I was, I was literally like there, like on the last minute to watch him do his little singing thing. But it's so good. I just can't. I just, I can't with this anime. It's like legit shit. Back to back bangers. I can't. It's just, I don't know what else to say. It's good. (laughs) It is fucking good. Yeah. But besides that, that's pretty much it, man. Oh, and One Piece. Just keeping up with the new um, arc that they're going into. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. As far as for me, watch or reading. Oh, yeah. Xavier, what are you reading? What are you watching? (laughs) What are you playing? So reading... Reading the same shit. The only the newest thing that I'm reading is I'm going back to the Lost Minds of Fandelver. So that's for our D and D campaign. Ooh. So I'm reading that just because I know we are gonna do another session. It's been like maybe a month since we've been it's able mainly to play. Your fault. Who we don't know. We can't really place blame on one person <laughs> or another. <laughs> but it's I think it's Mark Kenzie. Everybody besides you, right? Yeah, I'm never the problem. So. <laughs> I'm always ready. I always got my character sheet. No, guys. I think I did cancel. <laughs> it's it's just hard to coordinate, but you know, it with especially like around the holiday time. But next week we are going to be doing our um, session, so I wanted to read a little bit just so we can get back into it. And then as far as like playing Street Fighter Six, like you said, my friend for uh, my birthday got me the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle Game. I'm not really. Big into JoJo, and you know, listeners of the podcast know me and Lewis kind of don't care for JoJo I don't too much. Like JoJo. You don't like it either. Yeah, I got to like the sand area with the dog Izzy. Is it the first season still? Mm. Sorry, I feel like we're stuck in the first season. I think I, uh, it's past the that's first past season. It, man. Really? They say that's the good part though, and I got to the good part, and I was like. This shit still ain't it. Oh, oh shoot. You, we got to do an episode, bro. Because I know you talked episode. about and you kept saying like, oh, people say like like after season three, right. that's when the good I parts. I got to that, though, I think. And, yeah. and I was like. Still? still? They changed like how they did the stands like, or right, whatever. Right. They really just changed it completely. And I was like, this doesn't really make much sense to me. I mean, how they changed it and. I didn't really like the whole lineage. It was kind of confusing. Oh, his family or whatever? Yeah. Like, this it's is so my funny, uncle. Because people say, like, the, the, the show is very straightforward. Like, it's it doesn't divert. Like, it just jumps from one generation to yeah. another generation. So, it should be, like, a straightforward show. But, like I said, I just, I watched season one and then got to season two. And I just couldn't. Like, I just, I don't know. Something about the animation just, yeah. it didn't gravitate towards me. It's just like, it didn't captivate me. And I was just like, oh, I just can't. Well, to but be I fair, know, I haven't seen it. 
like all the way through. I haven't. Yeah, I, I, like, I got through the first season, but I haven't gone to like the second or anything like that. Yeah. But he got me this game because he knows I love fighting games and he likes JoJo. <laughs> so his plan He's is forcing you to play <laughs> is to get me to play the game that I'll fall in love with the game and then I want to watch the show. My cousin has watched the anime like five times all the way through for some really? reason. It's like really? the I'm like I watched. It, I was like, are you like crazy? I. Some they somebody said you gotta have like a, a, there's a like love stand for it, like stands a, for yeah. that one. I'm like yeah. so that that's what also puts me off a little bit is the fan base because of so it's not like SpongeBob, but they can reference JoJo for anything, and that's like their go to anime. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll play the game and I'll see if I like the it enough to. I think it's a it's a solid plan to get me the to get me to play the fighting game yeah. and then I'll, I'll watch the anime afterwards. I mean, we might even like throw that on the stream, depending on how I get at it. But and then watching, I am also watching Invincible. I'm, good shit. I'm one episode behind, so I'm glad that you said that. So I can maybe even tonight I'll watch it. I just like love watching. What are you like on the last one? She said there's five episodes. Yeah, on the, I didn't say that. I said there's five episodes on. So I've seen four. Two. I've seen four. So, so you're behind one. One yeah, episode. It's, it's... Yeah, but I'm waiting for part two. I didn't even know like they split it up into because I kept every week I kept going on Amazon like yo when is the next episode coming out <laughs> and finally I was like yo let me just Google this and then it said like it was five episodes of part one and then sometime next year they'll drop um part, part two. two I kind of hate that I when hate they it split it up like that yeah, yeah when they did it with Attack on Titan I wonder yeah. if it was because of the writer strike and stuff like that <sighs> could be probably maybe maybe I mean a lot of stuff has been affected by that but. So no, it's one thing after another. I remember when they teased that they were coming back. They were like, hey, just so you know, it takes a lot to make these episodes, but we are making them. And I was like, okay, I, I respect I'd rather that. them take their time and like actually do good episodes yes. and just try to push them out. Yeah. Yep. And these episodes are fire. Yeah. Fire. So been just been watching that. And then for family movie night, uh, I think either tonight or tomorrow, we're going to watch Home Alone 2 because I had never seen it before. I'd never seen any of them. So we saw the first one and I loved it. And now we're going to watch the second one. We might stop at that one. The We're only going to have one more family movie night before the end of the year. So uh, I'm trying to figure out what we're going to watch. Do I do want to do a Christmas one or do I want to just do like a big movie? So they got some new movies coming out soon, too. For what? Just in general? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the family movie night is like, you know, at the oh, house. Like homie movies. Homie movies. You know, like a like a maybe an, a gem. This is like one of the first movies that I hadn't seen. A lot of the movies I saw and I'm. You know, showing them to Eli for the first time, but this was one that he showed me. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so I might, you know, have him pick the next one after this one, but we don't, you know, whatever. And then been watching those Studio Ghibli movies. You know, I'm kind of high off of them, so I think I'm going to continue and try to see how many more that I can put in there. That's what I did for a minute when I realized all of them are on HBO. I yeah, just like went binging. through and watched a bunch of them. I'm not a fan of of binging, but I watched like three movies in a row, like just yeah. for this episode. So. I don't know. It's just like that sometimes. But that's the show. That's the show. That is the show. I want to say a special thank you to Chelsea for coming and showing her, sharing her enthusiasm. Oh, sorry. With the with. <laughs> oh, can't hear that. So thank you, Chelsea, for coming on the show. Thanks for having Appreciate me. Appreciate it. Thank Always you. Always like thank talking you. Studio Ghibli and the anime. Yeah, like I said, we might do another one next season or a season after. But you know, there's more movies, and as there are more movies come out you know there's more to talk about so. true but yeah like you said we are at the end the at the end of this podcast so let me just wrap it up by saying don't forget to subscribe don't forget to follow don't forget the complimentary sandwich five-star review yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, uh, you know, we're on Instagram. That's where we do majority of our posting. That's when we let you guys know what's happening with us, what's going on with the podcast, what's new, what's cooking, what's not cooking, what's in the oven, what's not in the oven. If you need middens or no middens. <laughs> we're, tr- we're trying to get on Twitter and we might have somebody who's able to like man our Twitter account. But yeah, um, just kind of like pop it up because I, f- I, I try to post stuff on Twitter. I just am, I just end up going back to Instagram. It's just so much easier. To I'm just Twitter's better. I'm Twitter illiterate. Twitter's better? Twitter yeah, is better. Twitter I don't, is like where everything happens. Yeah. I All just, my fanfics, man. I just, I'm just i not on it, though. Yeah, we're just not. I mean, we work. We have old men. Follow us on Twitter. We do have Twitter? a Twitter account. No, you guys are old men. That's oh, why you're okay. not on Twitter. Sorry, so. not Twitter. X. Oh, whatever. I'm not calling it. Yeah, I'm not calling it. We're not on X. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, definitely follow. Definitely like our content. We're on TikTok. We're always putting posts. um, Comment on our TikTok. Last one we dropped was about Yu-Gi-Oh. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, if if you dig Yu-Gi-Oh or not. But like I said, thank you guys for always listening to us and supporting us. And of course, to all the normies. And I hope you guys enjoy your prize. Make sure to claim it. Claim it, claim it, claim it. Don't put the work if you're not going to claim it. Right. Um, Defeats the purpose. Yeah. And if you do claim it, congratulations and enjoy three months on us for Crunchyroll and just binge watch all the anime that you can. Start with Parasite. Oh, yeah. Do you have a a start? You seen that one? Yeah. You don't like it? It's okay. Are you a Tokyo Ghoul type of girl? I, I do like that one, too. That one's got me freaking sad though when the you know bff what happened to him there's no spoilers no spoilers i didn't <laughs> i just said nothing oh. my recommendation is like Dr. you might as well not say nothing oh He's my like, god anything you say could just be like spoilers bro you're killing me <laughs> bro i think this is like the opposites of me and xavier this man hates spoilers and i don't mind spoilers at, at all. all i know that one's been out for so long though so that's my that's my go-to thing. Every time I say something, I'm like, bro, but it's been out of it. Dude, it's only been out for no, a week. No, I, like, I won't oh, forgive you about um, <laughs> Chainsaw Man. Oh, yes. What happened? Oh, I wanted to fucking you had spoiled. karate chop you in the throat. You spoiled what, something that happened to, not Mikasa, what is, whatever her name is. The, Makima. Makima. Yeah, yeah but the, that already ended. I know, but it was, oh, it was not, manga uh, readers. Yeah, yes. you're not a manga reader. No, no. So you only seen season one. Yes. Oh my bad. Yeah, my you bad. fucked me up with that shit. <laughs> I was like, said it was spoilers. You said it, I think, after the fact. Oh, it was you said it, and then you're like, oh, spoiler! By the way, so then I cut it out of the video version. You did? I did. I had to. And the whole episode was on the first arc. No, not the chainsaw no. episode. We what talked are you about. You had talked about it a long time ago in a different episode. It was like one of the first few episodes. Yeah, because oh. I was reading it. But I'm it. still pissed off about oh, it. Sorry about I was reading that. it, and you had just brought it up. Oh, okay. Because then once I learned about that. To the chainsaw, I'm like, we literally no, talked no, no, the no. whole first arc. Like, I, and I even mentioned it because I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, bro, we're talking about the arc. Nah, no, it was a you fucked me over with that oh, shit. I'm sorry. You spoiled it. For I yourself. think I texted you and I was like, what the fuck? I know. And I was just like, what are you talking about? You talking about? <laughs> Your homie Lewis, tell him he's no longer invited to nothing. <laughs> he can't come to the barbecue. He can't come he to the barbecue no more. <laughs> <laughs> I was this close to inviting him. He fucked it up for himself. <laughs> Return he potato dug salad. his own grave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fireflies. Oh, <laughs> fireflies. don't say that. Sorry. <laughs> All right, but (laughs) (laughs) 
like we say at the end of every episode (laughs) (laughs) tune in next time for scenes from the next episode of the hyperbolic podcast where lewis and x test their muscle against magic in mashing magic and muscle and we're out deuces bye